on this show. You know that, right? That's crazy. All right. uh, yeah, we're rolling right now. Just keep it organic. Yeah. You said what? You've been literally what? I've been begging you to come on You're here show. now, though, shit. Yeah, like six months later, maybe even more than that. <laughs> Better late than never, though, right? I guess. You can't complain, shit. So, you know, it's good to have you on again, obviously. Not again, for the first time, obviously. Um, how you feeling? Great. You're how good? are you? I'm doing good. Uh, a lot's going on that I want to discuss with you. But before we get into that, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. So, I'm Felicia. Uh, I'm a mental health counselor. I work for Peel Children's Center. I'm also a dancer. I don't really pursue that as much anymore, mm -hmm. although I just have been dancing a lot the last little while. Uh, yeah. So you said you're a mental health counselor. Yes. Talk to me a little bit about that, because like, we're in a time now where mental health is seriously being, um, I guess, highlighted, because it's, it's a serious issue. So I mean, talk about your work with that a little bit and how you affect that. So. I just had a pretty big career change, so I'll speak to what I was doing before that. So I was working with teenage boys who have been found guilty of sexual assault. Uh, and in doing that, I was just supporting them really with their day-to-day -day treatment, help implement their treatment, that mm -hmm. type of thing. I just transitioned to working uh, more so in a school-based program that works with youth who have dual diagnoses. Mm. Um, well, what is that? Talk a little bit about that. So. I mean, the most typical case is someone that has depression and anxiety. So they have two concurrent disorders going on for them. Um, yeah. So, I mean, anxiety and depression, I think a lot of us can relate to that. Is there like different levels to that? I mean, is it, is it, is it a black and white thing? Like how, how, how do you go about that? How do you analyze it and, and treat those type of disorders when you're working in that field? So it's definitely not black and white looks very different for everyone, mm -hmm. especially for youth growing up in this day and age. There's so many different things going on for them that can kind of affect that. I don't know how to break it down in terms of how you assess that. Um, there's this different tools that can be yeah, used to assess that. There's different ways, okay. So what's your, what's your role in all this? So my role is I, I counsel them. Okay. So right now in my classroom-based program, I work with them to make sure that they're just like feeling good about going to school. Yeah. The classroom's really small. There's only three to four clients. Well, I mean, that's good now, yeah. especially because of COVID, shit. Yeah, you yeah. want to social distance, but yeah. yeah. It's yeah. great for yeah. that, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, but just doing check-ins with them. A typical day would look like checking in with them in the morning, checking mm -hmm. in with them throughout the day, supporting them, running groups with them, um, whether that be mindful-based groups or mm -hmm cognitive behavioral based groups which is typically what we do yeah yeah okay that's interesting that's interesting i i just wanted to touch upon that because i know a lot of us are, are dealing with mental health and it's, it's super serious so yeah. that's, that's good that you're doing that i mean along with in the mental health industry you are also within the dance industry yes one look at your instagram page you see a lot of that i mean you were just showing me your tiktoks <laughs> early before that i mean what got you into dance in the first place let's just start there I mean, I was forced into it for sure. I was three forced. years old Holy. when I started dancing. Three, you're performing then? Yeah. <laughs> what, Christmas parties and shit like that? Not even Christmas parties. Like, I was in classes wow. learning how to dance when I was okay. three. So it runs in the family then? Not even. What? I think my parents were just like, she's a girl. Just she's going to dance. Just slap her and dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. just throw her Not in even there. ballet, just straight dance. Just straight like I took ballet, okay, yeah, but yeah. I took ballet, tap, jazz, all afro, Damn. lyrical, Damn. all of that. Yeah. 
Ah, I mean, it's better than a lot of guys I know. Shit. <laughs> um, that's crazy though. Okay, so yeah. you kind of just got thrown into it, and yeah. from then you gotta grew a love for it, or like how did it? How did that come about? Yeah, like it. With anything, I'm sure you can relate. I'm sure with mm. basketball, but with dance, once you're in it so young, it just becomes a part of your life. Yeah. So you don't know any difference. Different. Um, and when I was getting older, it just was natural for me to gravitate towards dance. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to pick up a new hobby midway through high school. No. Um, and it turned into a career because I partially felt a lot of anxiety around um, what I was going to do for university. And so felt like dance was something I was comfortable with and what I knew and I had connections in dance that I could pursue dance as a career. Yeah. So I ended up dancing i guess it's a great way to express yourself as well too i mean I like a lot of a lot of us um i think this i had a theory but like this is how i feel about it it's like art in general everyone needs a way to express himself with art you know right now i'm having a podcast with you i mean this is in a sense art you have dance other people paint music dance, like you know what i'm saying everyone has some form of art uh photography for instance you yeah. know my guy kevin shooting right here shout yeah. out to kotd <laughs> Uh, best photographer in the city <laughs> but nah like everyone has that type of everyone needs that type of outlet yeah. you know so it's it's, it's kind of cool to see you uh, and and having dance as that outlet for you i mean talk a little bit more about how like what have you done in dance specifically like your type of uh your progress that you've made and, and what you kind of achieved in, in dance because i don't think a lot of people know about that uh, I've achieved several things, I guess. I don't want to. Like, <laughs> I don't nah, no flex, no, no, silent flex. It's all good. Let it out, um, man. But I moved to LA when I was 17, so you can Damn. imagine. By yourself? With that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. What I made mean, you do that? Shit, just because dance? Yeah. That's, I, a, that's a risk right there. Like, that's <laughs> how do you risk. feel? Shit. It was hard because I moved there without a visa. Mm. So at first, all of my dance jobs had to do with me either asking them for a visa mm -hmm. or getting a visa recommendation letter. So I never got paid. Like yeah, for 90% of the work I was doing in LA, I wasn't being paid oh, for it. Man. I was getting letters so that I could get a visa. Um, but yeah, I moved out there. So obviously was exposed to a lot of yeah. different jobs, working yeah. with different artists, that type of thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. That's because like a lot, that's a huge risk, man. I can't imagine at 17 moving to LA. That's, uh, I don't know why my mom let me do that. Did you ask, like, you, you asked her what she said? She's like, yeah, you, you're good. She yeah. really felt like in her own life, her parents didn't, I guess, let her expand her wings the way yeah. she wanted them to. Yeah. Um, so she felt that I would hold it against her if she didn't let me kind of go and do what I wanted. Mm -hmm. But also she knew that I would be always wondering what would happen if I didn't. Yeah, that what that. that what if can really, really exactly. kill you. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, I'm glad to hear that, honestly. Yeah. I mean, knowing that your parents put you in dance at the age of three, I'm not surprised she'd let you go to LA yeah. at 17. So um, that makes a lot of sense. What, uh, what recent projects have you been up to? Uh, yeah, more recently, I guess. Um, I kind of was taking a break from dance. Mm. So other than TikToking in my basement during COVID, wasn't doing much. This girl's the same girl to tell me, get on TikTok. <laughs> I said, no, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Miss me with that, please and thank you. I'm not trying to do the dances. I'm sorry. I'm this is not you, me. The TikTok people would love You, you. think so? Uh, For sure. They're all about the to, athletes right now. I have to sleep on that. I have yeah. to sleep on that. That's um, funny, yo. <laughs> but more recently, and I guess a really exciting project I got to be a part of was I just filmed a music video video for this artist named Toby. Mm. 
um, on Sunday, which awesome. had like a huge, huge dance component, which is rare to see. Um, in, in music videos specifically, or what do you mean? Yeah, like just artists, especially artists in the city. I don't think that they value dance the way that other artists do. Mm -hmm. um, it's more so, especially when it comes to rap about like money and drugs. Yeah, and money, girls, drugs, sex. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was super fun. And before that, a project that I was really inspired by that I worked on was I got to choreograph for Sean Leon. Wow. Um, I did this music video that he used a drag queen as the focus wow. and the main, which was incredible, again, for a rapper in the city to that's do amazing. something yeah, like that. That's amazing, yeah. That's different. That's different. So yeah, I got to choreograph that, and that was probably one of my favorite projects ever to do. Yo, because, okay, this is the thing. I've always been wondering, how do you... How do you start off choreographing shit? Like, how, what's the first thing that you, like, wh what are the steps to choreographing a, a choreograph? I don't know how that makes sense, <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, yeah. what's to the, like, choreo. you got to do this move first and second. Like, how do you, how do you even think of that? Like, I mean, it just happens. It just happens. <laughs> Shut the hell up, exactly, man. It just happens. Does it just come, like, you're just thinking of it? Or, like, how does yeah, it? Yeah, it's, like, how do you make a play in basketball? It just has to yeah, yeah. It's instinct. Yeah, it's instinct. But usually, especially when it comes to artist work, the artist tells you what they want, mm -hmm. or they just give you an idea of what their vision is, and you roll with it. They kind of give the you music on, and that's it. They kind of give you like a framework, and then you kind of follow it, or it's more yeah, freelance like, type. I mean, with the uh, the 90 BPM video that I did for Sean Leon, mm -hmm. that was very much so here's the song, this is what the vibe is, and I just went into the studio and listened to it, and the movement just came naturally. Yeah. It sounds super cheesy, but it just... That's, that's not, I really, yeah. I read that, I read that. Are there any times where you're getting flown out to these, these gigs, or is it all local, locally based? Yeah, I mean, not right now, because of COVID. Yeah, obviously, um, yeah. But there have been times where I've definitely left the city for mm -hmm. these types of jobs. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh geez interesting interesting yeah, yeah. <sighs> i mean off camera we we're talking a little bit about uh flying out for your for your jobs and whatnot mm -hmm. and uh for those of who dance don't know jobs. Me, dance jobs yeah yeah, yeah dance <laughs> obviously obviously come on obviously for these for these dance jobs um that must be tough um especially if you I'm trying to figure out the right way to word this because you know what i'm trying to get at right now yeah let me just get straight to it. You told me that you were in a relationship before, mm -hmm. or an entanglement, I'll call it that. Yep. And you got flown out to, where was it? You can continue Texas. the story. I went to Texas. Texas, yeah. okay. Yeah. You can keep going. Okay, so I went to Texas. The floor is yours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I went to Texas and was, I, that was less of a dance job, more so just supporting an mm -hmm. artist that I really believed in and awesome. uh, had previously been you could you could take the mic too as well okay, if you want to move it. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah, that yeah. changes things. No worries. Yeah, you don't right. yeah. Um, yeah, so there's this artist that I really believed in and mm -hmm. really supported and had developed a really close relationship with and so ended up going out to Texas because he was performing in a music festival out there. Mm. Um, but I was also in an entanglement at the time. And oh I mean, I'm sure now looking back, my yeah. entanglement definitely didn't love that. But yeah. Is it possible? I've always wondered, do you think it's possible for an entanglement to be a real thing after? Or would an entanglement just stay an entanglement and just kind of disappear? See, I've been kind of tossing with that thought lately. 
I don't know. I think an entanglement just, has to just be an entanglement. Just be an entanglement. Because once you get into a relationship, there's baggage that comes from the entanglement. That's facts. That you can't really work. That's through, big facts. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's a lot to it's a lot to work with. I think yeah. we all got baggage and shit, but yeah no that's that's crazy that's honestly this is all stemming from dance itself you've been getting these gigs you've been traveling and whatnot but obviously right now you're working in the mental health profession so you kind of have a a balance of both art and science i kind of kind of levels yoda i guess in a sense right what do you like better uh honestly i love mental health Mm. and i realized that i love mental health more than dance while I was living in LA. Yeah. Um, and even when I came back, I started going to school, didn't really know what I was doing with school at the time, mm-hmm. but I just found a huge passion for it. And yeah. I find that it fulfills me a lot more than dance does. I'll always love dance. I'll always want to dance, but in terms of what fulfills me more, definitely <clears throat> mental health. Is it kind of because you're giving back in a sense and you're seeing the, not, not the reward in a sense, because it's not about rewarding you, but it's about the difference that you're making as opposed yeah. to dance, where it's kind of just you expressing yourself through art. Is that it? Or Yeah, I mean, there's a, yeah. you can see change within others when you're dancing as well, or mm. you can inspire people through dance, which mm. happens quite often. But in terms of seeing someone else grow and mm-hmm. seeing someone else develop, that's where mental health kind of like takes the cake for me. What are your biggest challenges with mental health? and dealing with dealing with people that suffer from that my biggest challenge would be leaving it at work yeah. leaving work at work and it's keeping kind of home separating. separate yeah. just because it can be a lot especially when you're you get very close to there's obviously boundaries and all that for those sure. types of things but when i was working with uh, the boys that had been found guilty of sexual assault that program was very intense in that I was working with them in their living setting. So yeah. it was a treatment facility, but you're with them when they're eating food, when yeah. they're going on a walk, like you can't, Do everything, you can't yeah. leave them. So you develop a very different type of relationship with yeah. them. And so leaving that at work or even seeing them go on to different programs or being discharged from the programs, that can be hard, but something that you just learn, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I'm still learning. I've only been in the field for like six years, so I'm still learning. Only that. six years? You mean only six <laughs> years? Stop. That's a, lot. that's a long time. That's, that's, I guess. That's I guess. a lot of footwork you're putting in. Shout out to you though on that. Um, I've always wondered about mental health because I find that it's not a a yes or no thing or it's not a black and white thing because you know people suffer from it you might have good days you might have bad days but it's never like okay i'm not depressed now it's over like i feel like there's reoccurrences and stuff like that do you see that happening in your field or not or like of course i see that happening most definitely all the time it's something that kind of flows in and out of your life Mm. even personally i know that mental health flows in and out of out of my life and so just understanding that and being patient with it and gentle with yourself in terms of how that is a process. Mm-hmm. It's a process. For sure. That's what for it sure. is. Yeah. For sure. Do you have any tips to, tips for people that are going through that or dealing with that? I mean, I could sit here all day and give you, yes, you <laughs> different take your interventions you, you and treatment strategies. No, <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. I think my biggest suggestion to people or advice would be just being gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Um, I know from my own mental health stuff, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression and and whatnot a few years back and 
I was not kind to myself. I yeah. was like, I need to be good and I need to be good now. Yeah, and, and a lot of people feel that way or the pressure from even their parents or the people around them. Like, hey, wake up and just like think about good thoughts and then everything yeah, will be Yeah, be positive. Okay. Positivity. Be positive. Like, Ex- no, I hate right? that. Come on, bro. No, that, that helps for sure. And being in a positive mindset is great. But when you're depressed, it's hard to get into that positive mindset. So just be kind okay. and gentle and patient. I like that. I yeah. like that. Felicia's facts. I like that. <laughs> Shit, all right, perfect, man. Um, I kind of wanted to just flip the script a little bit like right now. Um, we were talking about traveling for a bit. Obviously, none of us are traveling during quarantine. You know, we're all stuck at home and, and whatnot. But um, one thing that I kind of wanted to get into, actually, this has nothing to do with traveling. I don't even know why I brought that up, for instance. I mean, I did travel during COVID. No, f- <laughs> wow. I didn't go out of the country. Holy but I definitely smokes. Traveled. This girl said you traveled. Where are you traveling to? I went to Manitoba. This girl said Manitoba. You quarantined 14 days? Yeah. Yo, you got a mask with her, bro? <laughs> Yo, this that's crazy. Like, I went that's what the we're first doing of July. Oh, okay. But I also got COVID tested. You got COVID tested? I got tested? tested before I left yeah. because at the time, Manitoba didn't have any cases. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to be the jerk that brings COVID oh. to Manitoba. Oh, man. You got fr- you on front page newspapers right? everywhere. Shit. <laughs> and so. And then when I came back, we were talking about uh, starting back up at work, and I didn't so didn't want to be the jerk that brings it to work. Yeah. So I got tested both yeah. before and after. What type of test do you get? The one that goes up your nose. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about it? Well, I had been tested even before that because I was in LA right when COVID happened. Oh my god. And gosh. so I had to get I had to get tested when I came back. Um, I hated it. That shit is it was crazy, the right? Worst. You guys got it too or not? You guys got tested? Oh, Bro. Have you been tested? I got tested oh, one time. It's, like, it's the It's crazy, worst. yeah. It feels like they're tickling your brain and like Bro. not even in a good way. I still like feel that like if I think yes. about it, I can feel that yeah. sensation right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you feel this like abused. I don't yeah. know how to call it's, it, but you feel <laughs> no. like Miss <laughs> me with that. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. Yeah. Please. Have you, did you get it done during the drive-through? Yeah, I got drive-through. Yeah, yeah. That's the worst because so the first one I had was at the hospital. Yeah. And I kind of just like fell back onto the bed as she was doing it. Okay. So it took some of the pressure off, but when I got it at the drive-through, you have nowhere to go. Cause yeah, because like, because what the they car. do, they just they have that 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 cute and they yeah. stick it off you like they. I'm like, bro, relax, fam. Like. I'm pretty sure you're getting enough right there. You don't right. have to stick it off. I'm like, yo, this hurts, bro. And then they're swirling it around. They're swirling they're it around. Like, oh. They're trying to like get every like hair, everything. I'm yeah. like, bro, you could have just used it. I would, come on, bro. I know. This is too much. But yeah, no, it's, it's tough because I don't know how I feel about this whole COVID thing, man. I don't know how I feel about this whole COVID either. I don't know. Like, shit. <laughs> is it, is it going to be over soon? Are we going to have a second wave? People have been talking about the second wave for two months now. Mm-hmm. I know. You Even know? my mom the other day, she's like, we're having a second wave, so I hope you're ready for it. Please. Like, I would say that. Please, yeah, yeah, no, you can't wish that things. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you can't wish that things. Um, COVID has been affecting a lot of things, though, and more recently, the NBA. Yes. That's uh, something that I wanted to bring you on and talk about because obviously they have the bubble. They've been there for two months, yeah. and now you're seeing more recently. Uh, what's the date today? Thursday? The 27th. August 27th, yeah. So uh, just recently, the past few days, uh, teams like the Raptors, uh, who else? Well, the, the Raptors started it. Honestly, you could kind of say that. The boycott. The boycott, basically, Milwaukee for games. started it. Please, are you, it's cap. Milwaukee. Are you crazy? No, the Raptors started, started it. it. That's cap, bro. Are we going to have an argument We right can now? have an argument right now, Milwaukee man. Milwaukee definitely I want all the smoke. It. Are you kidding me? Okay. That's cap. Raptors started a lot of shit, including Huge that. Huge Raptors fan. Love the Raptors, but That's Milwaukee crazy. definitely not, started You don't rate the Raptors, I can tell. Um, they were the first to sit out. Really? Like, yes. Uh, 
<laughs> okay. The first to say they were the first sitting said, Okay. And now you hear like you hear like the Clippers and the Lakers. They said they're not even trying to, yeah. you know, trying to go. But yeah. um, like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like this boycott makes sense? Do you think it doesn't? Is I it mean, reasonable? We kind of touched on it before offline, but I agreed with you in saying that I think that they should have not even started the season back up. Um, because there was a lot going on even before everything that that just took place more recently. Uh, and so, in total, in total, I don't even know if that's the right, in total? right phrase to use, but overall, I don't think they should have started back up. Yeah. I understand it's people's like livelihoods and jobs, but I think as a, what's, what's, what would they be called? Like the NFL, NBA, what's that? Not a collective. The Players Association. Yeah, they should have just made the decision to not go back. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. It should have just been as easy as that so that you don't have to single out individual players in, or individual teams and make it a political thing. Because now you've got teams that are saying that they're going to sit out. Other teams that are like, well, now we have to sit out. Mm -hmm. And it makes them look bad. It should just been, overall, we're not going back. This is why we're boycotting. I don't, yeah, I don't think it should have been started from the beginning. Yeah. I know a lot of us were looking at Kyrie Irving like, yo, this guy's, you're an idiot. Like, what are you, yeah. you're a psycho. Let's just right? get this shit started back up. Right? But now everyone's like, okay, nah. Yeah. <laughs> he exactly. knew what was popping. He knew what exactly. was up. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just exactly. thought it was just should have been cut from the beginning. My issue with this now, I understand the boycott, but I kind of look at it in the sense where you have two months of these guys sacrificing their time away from families, from the people they love, um, kind of all to be thrown down the drain in a sense. Yep. I get the boycott. I get why we're not trying to play. I get why um, we're trying to um, kind of take away entertainment from those that enjoy the NBA. One of my closest friends, Tramel, I had him on an episode last uh, for this 1K convo. He said it. He said this best. He's like, the audience that that needs to hit is not watching the NBA. Nope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what's the kind of the, the purpose of it? Yeah. Um, obviously, there are some benefits to boycotting. But for me, I was I was on the fence about it. I'll be honest. I'm like, eh, is this the right way to go about it? You yeah. know, so I mean, while we're on this topic, I think that the NHL Oof. is definitely not doing enough. Yeah. And clearly. I was, I'm not even a black man, and I was disrespected by mm -hmm. the fact that they took a moment last night. Like, mm -hmm. you're taking a moment? Doesn't no, make sense. like, boycott your game. Bro, hold that moment. Those hold are that. the people just, that need uh, to be affected that. by this boycott, you know? And so, yeah. Facts. If, if every other sports group can do it, yeah. they can too. Facts. No, big, that's, that's big facts right there. Yeah. Um, there's, there's politics and everything, though. For sure. It's just the sports... Uh, dance that yeah. you can you can talk about. I mean, this is like kind of kind of completely switching the topic uh, a bit, but I want to touch upon it earlier. Um, dance in the industry that you dealt with is very political, as you as you've been saying. What are some of the challenges that you kind of dealt with in that? Like, uh, is it is it a progressive industry? Is there because I'm I'm looking for me looking on from the outside in, I look mm -hmm. at it as like a pretty. Um, entertaining thing is cool to do. I could join a class right now and learn some things. But what do you? How do you feel about that? Looking at it from the inside. I mean, I'm trying to think of where to start in terms of how I feel you about got time it. Of the day. I, when I was 17 and I was living in LA, I kind of just got thrown into the industry. So I was seeing everything really fast, really young, um, but it felt very stagnant to me. It felt like unless 
even if you were the best dancer on the planet, if mm-hmm. you didn't have the right connections, you weren't going anywhere. Wow. And even when you did have the right connections and you were doing dance jobs, it felt very flat for me. It didn't feel like I could really progress or like, once you're the greatest, like then what, you yeah. know? And so it felt like there was a pretty pretty big cap on, on dance. The ceiling, yeah, yeah. And the industry itself is very political. It's all about who you know, not about how good you are or how hard really? you're working, which was really discouraging. Yeah. Especially when you're 17, you're like, hey, like, yeah. I'm super eager and I want to learn and I want to, you know, I had great connections and I can recognize now most of the dance jobs I did were only based on my connections. It had nothing. <laughs> you think so? I know so. Wow. That's I know amazing. so. That's amazing. I was looking back and watching a video from a really big gig I did in LA. I was like, man, I sucked. Like, I was an awful dancer. I was so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you hired me because we were friends mm-hmm. or because you knew someone that I knew. Uh, and that's just, that is how the industry is. That's crazy. Yeah. That's literally the power of networking. But Power of networking. Do you think it's a bad thing or a good thing? I think it's a bad thing. You think it's a bad I thing? I think it's Why? a bad thing because you're never, if you don't have your friends calling you out or like, not booking you for shit. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. No, you swear. I've been swearing on this okay. episode. Yeah. <laughs> I just haven't been swearing this episode. Yeah. Um, then you're never going to grow yeah. as a dancer, but as a person That's in facts. general. Big and facts. so it was very much so just, yeah, there's no growth. It was stagnant. There's no growth. At least I felt there was not as much growth that yeah. could be done as there is in other industries. Yeah. Do you feel like at the position you're in right now that there is still room for growth or you kind of kind of hit that place where it's like, okay, I, I enjoy this right now. Let me just in have this. In terms of dance? In terms of dance, yeah. I'm sure if I were to go and learn a different style, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know anything about lyrical anymore. I don't know anything about contemporary okay. and contemporary anymore. And so I could definitely grow in those styles, but in terms of uh, networking and Again, yeah. What's that? So, what style do you do now? I mostly do hip hop. Okay. I guess I would call it. Isn't that what sells now, though? Like, a lot of music videos do that, or is, am I am I just in a? <laughs> We'd be here for echo. hours if I broke down how wrong it is for me to even use the term hip hop because really? it's like, I'd say commercial hip hop. Okay. It's what people think is hip hop, yeah. but it's not. It's not hip hop. Is like break dancing, pop. Give me some examples of what people may think of hip hop. When people think hip hop, they think like those TikTok dances uh, or movements please, to hip hop music, which is not hip hop. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't even call it hip hop. You just call that just pop? Or no, I'd call it commercial dance. Commercial dance. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. that's crazy, but that's what sells in, in this day and age. You have yeah. a lot of, I mean, TikTok's part of that to blame too. Um, yeah. I like, like, I had never really kind of. TikTok never really grew on me, I'll be honest. So when you told me, like, yeah, download this, download that, I'm like, yeah. You just stay away from I'm the freaking... I'm just looking out for you and for your me. social media following. You know That's what's crazy? <laughs> is is one of our one of our members on the Get the Gab, they said, yo, listen, you should get on that. I'm like, ah, oh, man. Me and Alex were like, yo, I don't know how I feel, how we feel about this, man. I don't know. Because there's been some controversies with TikTok and, like, um, there some racist, racial yes. tendencies that they had before. And yes. Um, that kind of uh, deterred me away from even um, sure. really growing on that platform. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm on the fence still about that, literally. We'll be filming a TikTok after this please, for y'all. Please, please. <laughs> oh, man. I've been saying I'm on the fence for a lot of shit. But yeah, that's one of them for sure. 
I said I'll be filming TikTok. What are you trying to film? I don't know. There's a few that I have in mind. No, Felicia. <laughs> leave Less, that at they, home. They're not like dance related. No. Let's go say dance. What are you going to do then? I'll show you. Isn't I've seen some that are like, they take segments from like different things and they'll just post it. Like not everything's dance related, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. My favorite one right now is <laughs> there's this white kid who films, it's like him in a car. Yeah at the steering wheel with a hat on and then him in the same car in the passenger seat with a towel so it looks like oh, hair it's, too, okay. it's like me and my girlfriend in the car and it's them going off to rap music oh it's so funny because i'm like that's for sure me that's me but it's hilarious that's you definitely 100 100 percent. i've known you for about a year and a bit and i clearly that's for that's sure <laughs> oh shit all right so before we we wrap this up what can um some of your followers look for you in and the products that you're uh that you have upcoming is there anything that you are looking forward to yourself like uh yeah what do you think i have a few different things that i'm kind of looking forward to right now one of them being uh, i actually can't even really talk much about it okay yeah, but yeah, yeah. you can keep it some just discussion. I'm getting more into community work okay. and community-based projects. Uh, that's more related to mental health and also music and art and mm. bringing that into places that are kind of dark and don't necessarily have the resources for that. So that's something that, that I'll awesome. be working on in the next little bit. Awesome. I like that. I like that. I spe- like, I've been saying this before, but I'm going to reiterate it again. During the time like COVID now, a lot of us are suffering from, from these mental issues. So to see you doing that work is... Uh, I got to give you your props for that. So appreciate, appreciate you on that. that. So, um, but on that note, any final words or not? No. <laughs> you good? Okay. Yeah. On that note, appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, Andre here, Felicia here. We're signing out.